So allow me to introduce myself, Roman Reigns. I'm not just Dusty Sun, I'm not dashing, I'm not dust, but I am your successor. I am the next head of the table. I am the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. And I am the next undisputed Universal Champion! And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Ooh, welcome to Waffle Box. The podcast we'll talk about anything and everything else at the same time, but this week we're talking about WrestleMania. It's Labor Wednesday. My gosh, I'm Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by the SoCal Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame member himself. Did I get that right? It's Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? I am the NorCal Pro Wrestling NorCal, Hall of Fame member. Damn it. Kush Hayes here, coming to you with. The newest episode of the Waffle Box, the original Waffle Box, you accept no substitutes because it is the best part of Wednesdays. And Mike Fish, I am so happy you had me assigned to watch WrestleMania 39 this year. It's I, I don't like it as two days. I don't like it as two days long, Mike Fish. But what I saw, I had a great time with, and we're going to get into that. Not match by match, but the best of the best. Absolutely. This is the best part of Wednesday, but obviously it's a special episode. So it's Tuesday when this sketch comes out. I don't know actually when you're watching or listening to this, but you know, we don't judge. Um, but yeah, we're gonna gonna get into dive into the to WrestleMania, but obviously breaking news as of yesterday. Holy that shit, shook right? the wrestling world. Um Endeavor owned by Amari uh, Amari Ari Emmanuel, who's been made famous by his uh, screen adaptation of his quote-unquote life on um, Entourage has now purchased World Wrestling Entertainment from Vinnie Mac. From Vinnie Mac. Um, so where he's going to be spinning off UFC and WWE into a new company. And uh, yeah, wow. Who, I mean, it's, it's been on the horizon for a while, rumor has it, but it's, even though they've been speaking about it for a while, you never, you never thought you'd see the day that Vince would. I mean, he's still involved somewhat in the company, but he's he's got a boss now. What the hell? So I we've always thought the McMahons would stay in charge, the McMahon family, whether it be Stephanie or Shane. It, people were always leaning towards Stephanie and, and her husband uh, Paul Levesque, aka Triple H. But quite frankly, like the bigger they got, the more exhausting this job is. It just, just quite frankly, that's that's a fact. Okay. Plus, the so, sexual allegations doesn't help. The sexual allegations don't help, and but he was found cleared. He, was he? He, he? Vince McMahon is a pervert. We got that. That that. I mean, that he he fact, paid hush money. He, that's not exactly clearing your name. But he didn't pay with company money. Is the important part. It seems like is that the important part? Yes, because if he had well, paid no, with... because he he didn't jot it down on the on the the, the sheets correctly. Uh, so from what I understand, on the books, off the books, 
he didn't use corporate money to pay off whatever hookers and or uh, 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 mal employees employees etc etc and sometimes they were the same lady um no names that i know of but still um anyways there's a new company in town it's called endeavor they're gonna be focused on wwe and the worst thing that's gonna happen after 2026 is wwe might be on a platform subscription that you clearly have to subscribe for but you also might be paying $80 now for that what wasn't a pay-per-view was a what what did you call it Mike what did they call it PLEs the premium live events premium live event might be $80 in in two years so I mean I'm sure if you are listening to this you are familiar with the situation, but yes, as it's currently right stand, now stands, you can subscribe to Peacock for five dollars per month, and that's you what get I did this weekend. All the WWE stuff, including their premium live events, including WrestleMania Night One and Night Two. However, mm-hmm. Endeavor, who owns UFC, they have another format with ESPN, where you have to subscribe to ESPN Plus to Which even have like the ability to, to to see the pay per views, and then on top of that, you have to spend like seventy eight dollars extra just for the extra event it's it's, it's called a double paywall and I, it's offensive it's offensive it is you shouldn't thing, have but... to have a subscription to pay well, for the pay-per-view I mean, no, no disney no, no. plus do it as well so it's, i mean it's do it, they it, it, what it, do they do that with well do you know remember remember when they just do is it the black widow where you had to subscribe to disney plus and then you had to pay extra to that get... was the thing they tried and ultimately got so much heat for that they never did it again uh, they got sued by scott johansson Whoop, whoops yep well, also but... that, that that also happened but even if they got subscribed even if they got sued by scarlett johansson and it was a success which it wasn't um yeah they didn't do it again but now there is a familiar pattern here because obviously Disney Plus and ESPN Plus are owned by the same company. Yep. So there well, you the, go. the broadcast rights are owned. So UFC is still owned by Endeavor, but ESPN Disney has the rights to broadcast them. Whereas now Endeavor owns WWE, but they still have a contract with NBC Universal. Yeah, until twenty twenty six. So I, I don't think 2020, obviously nothing's going to change anytime soon. Yeah, and, and it has I, no does not mean that in twenty twenty six ESPN Disney will take over WWE. That's not guaranteed. It's highly probable, but not guaranteed. But yeah, the way the the things have worked out recently, who who even knows what three years time will bring? So. That's right. Oh my god, we got speculation and hearsay. But um, but yes, and also, did you? Did you I actually saw this because I was interested about the news because it broke at like eight a.m. this morning when Endeavor was announcing their intent to purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were going to be interviewed. Ariel, Emmanuel, and Vince McMahon were going to be interviewed on CNBC this morning. So you know, I was up. I was like, oh, screw it. I'll stick on. I'll dust off CNBC because I've never watched that network before because it's just a bunch of people with stock tracker tickers and going, oh, this stock is very very boring. (laughs) But I thought I'd check it out. And then Vince McMahon, who obviously hasn't been on TV for a while because of the scandals, 
suddenly he's back and this boy oh howdy did you see a picture of Vince McMahon I've seen him with his pencil thin mustache and I'm like what is <laughs> happening here Blair I like it but what are you doing People people have wondered what Vince McMahon has been up to since he quote-unquote retired. And boy, howdy, one thing he's been up to, he got into Just for Men in a big way. Because all oh, yeah, of a sudden, he also dyed his hair, right? Oh, like, my he's been God, salt was, and pepper forever, but now he's like... It was jet black. I'm a confident jet black. And I've got this new Inspector Clouseau mustache because yeah. I, I'm borrowing that from the internet. I'm sorry, internet. Oh, no, I, I did that meme as well, where it's like uh, Vince McMahon going, I, I've come here to announce the sale of WWE, and also, the murderer is in this very room. <laughs> if you haven't seen this, check Google, just Google Vince McMahon, and you'll see it's it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, the new Vince McMahon, like, he's pretty been... A man ages over 30 years, but for 30 years he's get kept as consistent a look as possible and now he just comes out with this pencil thin mustache and it's like what's going on here to be fair that that is the look of a man who's just like if he's been a billionaire for a while in terms of you know net or whatever it's called um mm-hmm. net worth and all that good stuff but obviously mm-hmm. you know once everything always goes through he's going to get some dividends and stuff he's, he's this boy's got cash and that is the face Indeed. of a man who's got cash because anyone who he approaches and goes, is this a good look? They are 100 <laughs> guys. Yeah, yes. You rock that He needs that to fire mustache. all of them because they're giving him the worst advice because I don't think it looks good. But I'm, I appreciate seeing a new Vinnie Mac, a, a, a European Vinnie Mac. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that was just like if you all went south, you could be like, no, this is my new identity. This is my witness protection act. Ooh. Vince McMahon look. Um, you could see him like sitting at sitting at a corner cafe in Paris, sipping on a coffee and a big in Italia. Yeah. Oh, on a little on a little Vespa. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, good looking. Wanna earn? Seven million dollars. Anyway, that's enough of that. Let's let's talk about WrestleMania. Let's talk about WrestleMania. So oh, WrestleMania yeah. happened over two nights over at SoFi Stadium, and in depending on which part of the show you were watching, this show took place in Los Angeles. This place took this show took part in Inglewood. Uh, this show also took place in Hollywood. All of which mm. are technically three different places, but. Geography, the, huh? The Who physical cares? location was Inglewood, California, yeah, the indeed. city of champions. But yes, WrestleMania went Hollywood in Los Angeles. I mean, I'm from the neck of the woods. It's very used to this BS whenever WrestleMania is in New Jersey. And they're like, New York, baby. It's like, mm, <laughs> mm, not really. No. East Rutherford is not quite New York City, but there you go. It's, it's one thing to. To confuse Santa Clara, California with San Francisco, it's another thing to confuse New York State with New Jersey State. Like, there's no New Jersey, New Jersey. It's they're well, promoting it as New York. Whenever, whenever tourists come to WrestleMania in quote unquote New York, I always feel bad for them a little bit because they obviously you know, they have an idea of what New York looks like. 
sex in the city and all that stuff and then they're in east rutherford new jersey i'm like what the fuck <laughs> is this i don't Whatever. know what east rutherford looks like but yeah it's not new york it's definitely not new york but it has it has a nice new shopping mall the american Ooh. dream check Ooh. that out it's so huge it's massive and also home of MetLife Stadium, home of the New York Giants. Shout out to them. Um, but yes, so kicked off over two nights, even though um, WrestleTix, if you check that out on Twitter, it's a fascinating uh, Twitter account where it uses some kind of algorithm and computer software to scrub Ticketmaster and it can actually tell like exactly how many tickets have been sold to each event. Fascinating shit. Um, unsurprisingly, you know, they, it looks like WrestleMania sold around about or distributed around 66,000 tickets for each night, which is damn near damn impressive. If you ask me, I don't know why I didn't get that number, but according to them, they sold like 85. There was 85,000 mm. people there each night, which I'm sure the, um, that they were counting want... the wrestlers, the ring crew, the, the press, mm. they were probably counting everyone. Yes. All yes, the merch yes, yes. sellers, they were just, yes it, literally yes. technically they were in attendance. So the the first night was over eighty thousand. I'm sorry, I don't have the exact number. So Saturday was over eighty thousand, but Sunday was over eighty one thousand, and then they just went ahead and just combined the number. So over a hundred and sixty five plus thousand attended WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Um, and by the way, they they paid for two nights worth of tickets. You didn't get one ticket for both nights. You had to get two separate tickets, and that means you don't sit in the same seat. The same. Well, two no, they in you a row. could because at some at one point they were selling combo tickets, so you could get oh, okay. seats twice. That's good, but it probably wasn't probably wasn't cheap. Oh, good lord! No, well, apparently they. It's over twenty-two million dollars in ticket sales alone. That's amazing. So not a bad, not a bad little weekend for old. No, that's, that's pretty great. Vinny not Mac. even pretty good. That's pretty great. One thing, my one, my first problem with this WrestleMania is, and it's no that SoFi Stadium, incredible stadium, amazing, huge, huge, it's almost and... bigger than the Tokyo Dome, almost. And the setup, like the entranceway, looked incredible. Because mm-hmm. it's been a, it's only WrestleMania they do it for now. Maybe some of the shows if they do it at a stadium. But I remember back in the day when every wrestling pay per view had a different entranceway set up and it all looked unique and it all looked fascinating. But now it's just all just one big LED screen. Where they just use different graphics and it's like, eh. So I always look forward to WrestleMania when it's like a different stage and whatever. Right? And it looked fantastic. Okay. But obviously, because it's on the West Coast, so this show started at 4 p.m. No, Last sorry, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. So obviously it was very much daylight, and SoFi Stadium yep. has a glass ceiling. So it was daylight, which it, it at first it gives like a unique okay. look because you're not used to seeing wrestling in daylight because it's normally in True. marinas. But there was a couple, I mean, I'll get into a little bit when we talk about day two, but there was some some things where it's kind of like it lost its like aura because it's daylight. There was no, no, all the natural light, which we'll kind of get into that. Um, but yeah, night one, 
kicked off. I know we're going to go, not going to go match by match by match by match, but obviously we can't, we can't talk about WrestleMania without talking about old Johnny Cena, mm. old growing out his hair, even though he's got a massive bald spot. I'm not one to talk, but whatever. Yeah. That looked You want to say time has not been kind to John Cena, but however, one, he's 45 years old, and for 45 years old, time has actually been pretty kind to John Cena. Like, there's a bald spot there for sure, uh, but I can't talk because all oh, this is the cul-de-sac of shame. So we're having here, said we're, that, we're two, though, we're two men wearing hats on yeah. YouTube because guess what? I've never seen you without a hat, to be honest. So, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've done an episode of Waffle Box about a hat, but it's, it's you've never had a Waffle Box without a hat. Um, a few times I've had, not important. Anyways, no anyways, important. anyways, um, yeah, John Cena's bald spot looks like the state of Greenland. Uh, having said that, um, good for him for coming back for putting over the new dude. Um, it wasn't a good match though. No, and I don't think I don't think that's John Cena's fault, but. I don't know that. That's well, no, yeah, it's definitely not because at the end of the day, John Cena is a full-time Hollywood actor at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure WWE paid him handsomely for this appearance. However, yes. I'm sure he the movie's paying full more. year's contract worth for this one event. Oh, it was it was definitely seven figures. I'm sure for this match. Yeah. Right. But. Obviously, you're not expecting much from him. You're not expecting a classic John Cena match from this because he doesn't want to but get hurt. He doesn't want to risk John Cena match at these points. Like I only remember a career where John Cena was being booed. No, but people was, did not like John kicking Cena, kicking and punching like a, the best of them. It was only when people, only when WWE said, "Like, look at all this charity stuff John Cena's doing," that people were like. All right, I guess he's a good dude. I, I'm over 14 years old, but I guess he's a good dude, so I'm gonna root from now. All right. All right. Oh, I can't wait for John Cena to come out here so I can boo him. Oh, wait, he's coming out of a little girl with cancer. With the, oh, with a little girl yay. in a wheelchair with cancer. Fuck you, John. Um, I'm surprised being... he didn't wheel out the Warrior Award winner this year. Well, the Warrior the Award winner this year is dead. That's probably why. Oh, well, that, that makes it the double bummer award <laughs> this year. It was Tim Wyatt. Timmy Wyatt, legendary Tim referee. Um, but yeah, so th- he opened the match, opened the, the WrestleMania against Austin Theory. So obviously the the theory behind this was, you know, Austin Theory is there, someone they've got an eye on as being a big guy for the future. And they want to, you know, put him over big by beating John Cena. Now, I don't know if you saw much of the build-up to this match. I saw none of it. But it was very... So it, the whole build-up was John Cena basically talking about how shit Austin Theory is. And, mm. oh, you're supposed to be the big next big thing. You're, I don't see it. Blah, 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 blah. He was just, like, talking down to him. And then so Austin Theory challenges John Cena to a match. And John Cena's like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, because when I beat you, like... That's it, career finished for you, pal. Like oh, he was wow. just like talking down to him. And then match Austin Theory oh, wins this match by giving him the low blow behind the referee's back. And so correct me if I'm, you know, how you how you saw it from only really watching the event. But I didn't come out of this going Austin Theory beat John Cena and he looked good doing it. 
I just came out of this going, oh, John Cena lost to Austin Theory. That was a bad match. (laughs) Neither one of these looked good coming out of this match. Yeah, it was not a good opener. It was not a good match. Um, I don't know if John Cena's got ring rust or this dude just isn't all that. He's just he's just a pretty package. Um, I can tell you that John Cena was happy to put him over. He he believes that this guy is the future. Otherwise, he would not have done it. But mm, yeah, or does he? Wasn't, well, I mean. WWE like, oh, well, what, really? Austin Theory, you want me to put him over? And then he gets a phone notification. Oh, the direct deposit is now in your account. Oh, yep, Austin Theory is the guy. Let's go. I think John Cena actually has enough juice now that he can go like, yeah, I'm not fucking putting that guy over. Fuck that guy. I will, I will not participate in this event. or this. Are event. you accusing John Cena of doing steroids? Negative. But he is on PEDs. Which is a whole other thing. Anyways, anyway. um, yeah, it wasn't a good match, and it wasn't a good opener. And the, that that curtain jerker it, it sets the whole definition for what the event is going to be. It should be the second best match on the card. It was not in this case. So no, I guess um, I understand the theory behind it. Oh, God, now I can't stop saying theory. Um, but by having John Cena open the show, but like I, I think even though again we're not going for much, so I'm, I'm, there's not much thoughts I have on the next match with the the four way tag match with the Street Profits beating Braun Strowman and Ricochet, Alpha Academy, Viking Raiders, etc., etc., etc. But that would have been the match I would have started because it was it was fast paced, all going move, big that move, big move, big move, match. big move. That would have been the match I'd have opened up the show with. That probably would have been a better match to start with, but probably John Cena just been like, "Man, bump us to the front." I just want, to, yeah, I want to get out of here. My flight's at six. Can I got to be on set somewhere at such and so time, and, and, I, and I can't dawdle. I can't dawdle. We gotta get this over with. Um, yeah, I missed the Street Profits victory. I saw most of the match, but I missed their victory. But I was like, "Yeah, these guys are gonna win." I like the I like the bling it out red cup, but I don't know anything else about them. I've never seen them before this match. Yeah, they they the characters haven't really been fleshed out oh, over the last few years. People seem to be behind them, but yeah, well, because like, they're incredibly athletic and charismatic. So they like you. They they have the kind of baby face heat that it's more like as soon as their music hits, you're like, oh, something fun's about to happen. Rather than okay. I, yeah, but yeah, they won that match. Um, the next match, do you want to talk about those Seth freaking Rollins defeating Logan Paul of YouTube fame and boxing fame, I guess, now, uh, with the special appearance by KSI, who apparently is another YouTuber from England. God bless you. Second him. best match of that night, um, not of the event itself, but uh, yeah, uh. I knew someone was going to be in that mascot bottle. Um, it's Logan Paul, right? Not Jake Paul. Or do I get that mixed up? Because I Jake get Paul is confused. his brother. I'm sorry. Jake Paul is his brother. So Logan Paul was in Logan show. Paul was at WrestleMania. Logan Paul should have proved himself by now to the fans. Like this dude is all about pro wrestling. Yeah, he got to face 
uh, Floyd Mayweather, and I only remember that because the commentators told me that. Otherwise, I would have thought, like, well, it's the MMA brother doing that. No, 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 no. This guy fought Floyd Mayweather. He can stand up against WWE superstars. And in this match against Seth Rollins, like, they they did it, man. They they put it on. This was a great contest. This there was no celebrity, but this was the celebrity match. Right. So um yeah, man, like this was a great contest. I'm looking forward to seeing more from this Paul brother, whose name I've already <laughs> forgotten. We need to figure this out, guys. There's two of them. And if I can't remember their name within three minutes, despite how much I've had to drink. This think of um, think of a, a vinyl record, LP, Logan Paul. Logan Paul, the vinyl record. Ooh, yeah. vinyl Logan Paul. That's his. That's his new gimmick. Vinyl's uh, but, pretty, pretty, pretty unstable. But okay, we'll figure. Well, there you that. go. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get that's, it. That's that's. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm vinyl Logan Paul. I'm very. Mm -hmm. I'm incredible audio quality, but I'm a little yeah. unstable. Ooh, don't don't test me. I like K KSI's involvement with this. These guys are supposed to be like fucking mortal enemies, and he's just like, Apparently. yeah, check this out, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> selfies all the way, and then he, you know, he gets thrown through the table. Like he he's in it, so he 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 gets the product, he gets the entertainment aspect of it. Um, and he's good. I, I've never heard he's good KSI song, but I, oh, I don't know KSI, him. but. I don't know what he does, but yeah. Logan Paul, very good. I will give him credit. He is a very good professional wrestler. And hopefully he sticks around. Apparently his contract expired after WrestleMania. So we'll see. That keeps happening. Back. How do they let that happen? This is so stupid. I don't know. I don't know. Um women's six man that happened. Six women happened. Um just good to see Trish and Leader again. Oh, yeah. So that would have been an interesting... Lita's not up to par. She's been spending 20 years in dog shelters. It's a great charitable contribution. She 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 found her groove. She doesn't have to work again a day in her life, but she's like, I want to work in dog shelters. Why not? But when she's like doing the twist of fate or, 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 or like most of the Hardy signature moves, she looks like an old woman um trish status is a fitness guru so she's loose she's always doing yoga she can do the the matrix move and and, and all that other ill shit but um lita i'm surprised she has the tag belt in this uh trio yeah um well maybe trish only wanted to come back for one minute and i'm not so, trying to uh, criticize lita hard i'm i'm literally concerned for her safety well, ironically, her like still looks good. I guess. Yeah, but yeah, for some reason, I, Twist of Fate does look a little clunky whenever she tries to do that. She she did the thing where I forget what it's called, but so and so gets on their hands and knees, and she's supposed to jump on their back and then like throw her whole side into the, the opponent in the turnbuckle, and she couldn't do that. Like that's not a hard move to do, and she couldn't do that. And I'm just like, well, she's 47. Okay, I understand. But then I'm like, why was she there? This is no bueno. Yeah. Also, shout out to Iowa Sky. 
who I am in love with. She is a fantastic professional wrestler. Um, Rey Mysterio versus his son, Dominic Mysterio. Super creepy, inappropriate match. Not a fan. <laughs> did, right, did, there we go. did Dominic Mysterio get arrested twice? Because he came to the ring in, in, yeah, so in bondage. That's kind of like... So what ha- ha- happened was he had gone to his dad's house and attacked him or something. Like within the last week or so? No, no, no. no. It was a while ago now. And he got like arrested, but he he spent like at most a night in prison. All right, like just being like, and then he got released. But that became right. like his story, where it's like man, prisons changed me, man. Like it was, it was, it was hilarious. I will give him credit; he sold it very well. It was a hilarious added to the story. But that was like months ago. It was a while ago, yeah. Okay, but that was his thing. Now he's a prison, he's an ex-con and stuff like that. It's he's hamming it up. Okay, okay. That was um, the, again months ago. Yeah. So, you, did you ever see Dominic when he was a, a baby face as Dude, a tag I saw team? The whole ladder match between him, between Ray and Eddie for the custody oh, of Dominic. Well, I saw Vicky Guerrero's then. introduction. I saw all that shit, dude. Like, this has been a wild, a wild fucking angle that has spanned decades. So, when Dominic. Dominic is playing a prison bitch who only spent one night in jail. It, this is wildly upsetting. <laughs> well, if you actually, if you were able to see, you know, see the whole thing, so when he was teaming up with his father as his mm-hmm. white meat baby face, sure, he was horrific. He was. It was just like it was one of those where you're just like, oh my god, this guy. He's clearly here because his dad is Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. and WWE feel yeah sure we'll we'll hire your son why not? But mm-hmm. the second he turned on his father and became a bad guy, you were like, okay, I get it. He's good at this. Like this, he needs he needs this to is be great never for the be story. A... But did his performance change? Did his yeah yeah? Change? I I think he's so I think it's one of those where I mean he's not gonna like vastly improving within four months kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of the time was his performance was in the ring was good, but it was just, his character was just so unlikable as a baby face. You just can't, you just couldn't get into his matches. Whereas now he's like, this guy should never be a good guy again. He should now retire as a bad guy. This should be his entire career. Mm-hmm. Um, It's been a lot of fun. Uh, do you know, so, so in the build up, so they cut, so real quick, sorry. But annoyingly, my favorite part of this storyline, they cut it out of the build-up package, the video package, which was like, it blew my mind, right? So the whole point of this was Dominic wanted to fight his father at WrestleMania. Sure. And Rey Mysterio was like, I'm never, I'm not that guy. I'm, I'm never fighting my son. That's not who I am. That's not what I do, blah, blah, blah. And he, he was very like adamant on that. So mm-hmm. it's very like interesting to see because it's like, oh, this is clearly where they're leading to. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to get to the match without Ray looking stupid or like a bad person? You know what I mean? And then they did show it in the video package where Dominic is yelling at his mom and things like that. And then they show Ray Mysterio running down and punching Dominic. 
leading to the match. Mm-hmm. But Rey Mysterio then picks up the microphone and in what oh it got me. Right. So he said basically he's like, you do not talk to your mother like that. Yeah. Which really. is like, which is a I good saw that. I saw that bit, yeah. That was the good bit. But then they cut out the next line, which was the one that I think sent it home, where you kind of like you stand up as a man, like, yeah. So he said, do not talk to your mother like that. She is my wife. And it's oh, <laughs> oh. And tell your mother. <laughs> She's saying it to your mother. But you know, it's like, do you know what they should, if, if this was, if this was the attitude era, if this was still TV 14 or whatever era, you know, 100% at some point, just to get back at his son, Dominic, he's going to drop the bomb of like, Hey, Dominic, come here. I fucked your mom. Oh, oh. that would have been in like late nineties, WWE, but obviously not. That, that probably yeah. would have happened actually. Yeah. I, I I 100% see that. Um, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Championship. Match of the night. And if I could, because I have a huge problem with WrestleMania being two nights long, I would have taken Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, extracted it from the entire event, and moved it to any spot, any spot in the uh, Sunday card. And that would have been the greatest WrestleMania 39. What a match this was. Fantastic match, dude. At one point, there was a German suplex, or I'm oh. not even sure what happened, but Rhea Ripley hit Charlotte Flair in the face with the earth. Like, just in your face, bitch. Here's the whole earth. Like, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> You couldn't read it. So either, like my two, so either Rhea Ripley either threw Charlotte too strong and so she kind of ended up revolving but not enough or Charlotte thought, oh, we're doing this full full German suplex but Rhea's like, no, what? No, we're not doing that. So there was maybe, I don't know. But no, I think it was luckily. I think it was both like let's get the most like everyone goes out of their way to make wrestlemania the best night the best two nights now so this was their wrestlemania event like charlotte flair was happy to do that move like she she went out of her way to get hit in the face with the earth yeah so she took a german suplex so rather than landing on her back she landed on her face on her fucking it, face. Oh, and luckily for her, all she got was a bit of canvas burn on her nose. <sighs> which, I mean, I bet that stung like a bitch, but still, like, oh, that yeah, looked brutal as fuck. Um, but yeah, this was one of those like, you could definitely tell because they, they tried to s- sell it off as when they went to the camera after the match, they showed Charlotte on at ringside. Mm-hmm. And she was like... Just, smiling from ear to ear even though she'd just been destroyed and lost her title and they try to set it off of like oh she's she's happy that charlotte or rears one or some she was trying to be some weird shit 
but I, never been a professional wrestler in my life, but that look on Charlotte's face had the look of someone who just couldn't hold it in and was kind of like, we fucking crushed that. That was a fucking great match. And she was just like, yeah. And then they caught her on camera at the wrong time. That's what I'm guessing. But still, well-deserved. That was a hell of a match. And that, that even even the fall in the face bit, she's very good. That spot towards the end where Rhea trips her up and she face plants is on the turnbuckle and she's like, just planks. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Incredible. I don't know what the plan is for Rhea Ripley beyond this, but she has proven that she is a superstar, a WWE superstar. And I months a couple months ago, Mike Fish, we had a Royal Rumble conversation and I called her just big T Marilyn Manson. That was super derogatory, but she has proven she belongs in this. She is the future of women's wrestling in WWE and I can't wait to see what happens after this she's only 26 years old only 26 year old Jesus Christ I, yeah. so if she Such looks after herself Such at least future. another 10 years if yeah. she wants it if she wants it she can go longer but yeah, she that. went That's hard on the band on this one they went hard this night and they did a couple of uh, shots on Charlotte Flair, and she was applauding her, too. She was sitting just under the apron, squatting, make sure. She was trying not to be on the camera, but, yeah, man, Charlotte Flair appreciated that night, too. I don't know what the uh, Raw what the raw episode has been so far, but, uh, yeah, Charlotte Flair won her appreciation, won her respect yeah i'm not sure what's going to happen next with Charlotte, but i wouldn't be shocked if she's kind of like lays low for a couple of weeks there's no you know just uh and then come back and into something because she's she i it's with charlotte flair i'm i'm not a big fan of her in that like whenever she comes like ah but she's one of those that if she's in a match, you kind of like, well, this is this is gonna be a great match because Charlotte's great at wrestling. But I'm just Nepo I'm baby is a connection. popular term these weeks, but um Charlotte Fleur has earned her spot. But yeah, what what can she do these days? She's she's women's wrestling and men men's wrestling are two different things, and not everyone <laughs> can be Ric Flair, but, but does everyone want to be Mae Young? I don't think so. Probably not. Those staggy titties at Royal Rumble 2000. Well, you, you also get fucking powerbombed by the Dudley boys at a Raw mm. event. Like, do you want that? I don't know. No. That, that That's 20 years past Charlotte Flair today. However, um, yeah, man. Like, what what else can she do? I hope a lot more. But what yeah. else can she do? Um, then Pat McAfee beat him as that happened. Uh, main event for night one. That. You want to talk about that? Main event night one. What that was uh, the tag team match, right? The tag the team titles. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeating the Usos for the undisputed tag team championships. I was surprised that was the main event for night one. Um, 
I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was fine. First time a tag team match is main event at WrestleMania since WrestleMania one. Okay, I should I should appreciate that, but I don't. First time ever the tag team titles have main event at WrestleMania. So shout out to them. I think it was a, it was a great match. Uh, lots of super kicks, but this was mm. one of those because of do the from... Usos do anything else other than super kick? Uh, splashes. They do splashes as well. Okay. And do they, they wrestle or fight? Because it seems like I would say they're splashes yeah. and super kicks. I would say they're brawlers. They like to get their opponents in the corner and do their the running butt bump. Okay. I guess. But yeah, the, the whole point, I think the whole, because obviously coming from, you know, the Royal Rumble, where, which you didn't watch because you thought the Royal Rumble ended after the Royal Rumble, um, with Sami Zayn turning on the bloodline and then challenging Roman Reigns for the title at Elimination Chamber and losing. This is all leading to this. So this was night one that gave you the happy ending because everyone was like, well, hey, sometimes wrestling's predictable, but predictable is not bad sometimes when that makes sense in the storyline. Just play it out well. And they did. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens reuniting as brothers from Montreal who cut their teeth in Los Angeles back in the day on the Indies, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, winning the tag team titles. Fantastic ending, I thought, for night one. That's fine. Yeah. Meh. And then... It could have been where... a raw episode. I'm sorry. It could have been a raw episode. See, this is this is where we... Differ. So you were a night two kind of guy. I was a night one kind of guy. I was a big. I mean, hey, don't go wrong. Night two had some great matches, but I, I just thought from start to finish, I thought night one was better than night two. Um, night two opened up with Brock Lesnar versus defeating Omos. Yeah, I think he uh, legitimately got injured during that. Well, he he appeared the following night on Raw. Oh, okay. So I think he was all right. I think he was just selling very well. Um, All right. Well, then he's a good seller because I've had a lower back injury, and uh, you 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 hop off you hop off a step. It's the worst feeling in the world, man. Like just. Uh, well, yeah, but neither one of us are Brock Lesnar. Let's be honest, because I I hurt my but, back. But sometimes he's got an extra one hundred fifty pounds on his torso compared to us. Compared to me. He's probably and got you, and myself. 300 pounds on me, but never mind. No, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the benefit of you as well. 150 pounds that. on your torso. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, that was, it was, it was what it was. Um, interesting dynamic because normally Brock Lesnar's David versus Goliath and mm-hmm. he's Goliath, but this time he was David. Fun stuff. Um, the women's Fatal Four tag team match happened. And then we time. got super fun episode with a super shitty finish. We have Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Yep. Wing. I don't know uh, Shayna Blazer, but uh, yeah, Ronda Rousey just. She always. Out, she also me. used to be uh, an MMA fighter who's big friends with Ronda Rousey. That's uh, where their connection is. Lame I fast forward. I'll be honest. Then, then we got to what I would say might be my favorite match of the weekend. We saw Sheamus and Drew McIntyre challenge oh, Gunther for the Intercontinental. Oh my good! See, this is where 
this even though this is a little bit more complicated, but some people, for example, they bring you know, Stone Cold was famous for this. Hulk Hogan was famous for this in his prime, where they're like, oh, it's just punches and kicks and slaps. This was an example of how you can pretty much just utilize punch, slap, kick. Obviously, they had some other stuff thrown in here, but make it edge of your seat stuff. This was such a great match. I thought it was the perfect triple threat match, you know, because always you have to have that bit where one of them gets knocked out and then the other two can have a match and then one of them gets knocked out and then someone else pops it. But this was, I, I didn't almost notice that either. It was just, it just, it was just action happening and it was incredible. Fucking love this match. Now it was a great match, but I'm going to, I want to break the sea of Mike Fish. It was, it was English racism because the Scottish guy and the Irish guy just brawled, and they they were happy to do. They were just happy to brawl each other. Like they, we, we were brawling for the privilege of fight of facing this German guy, Austrian, right over here. Is he Austrian? He's Austrian. That's the thing. Okay. Well, <laughs> we learned a thing tonight. But where's the English racism coming into this? The Scottish and Irish. Neither one of those are English. But but they they were occupied by the European Union. Oh, I mean, if we're talking about countries anyway, that are used anyway, to be... don't worry about this. Anyway, don't yeah. worry about this. Don't worry about this, man. Look, 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 Claire. I'm giving you <laughs> an particular perspective about all this. Anyway, so these two dudes who are best of friends had to fight each other for the privilege of fighting the German guy. Darwin General. It didn't go very well. But if they could have united shit. If they could just that, unite that championship their would have changed hands. It would have been great. But oh one thing for sure. All three of these gentlemen probably woke up on Monday morning with very sore chests. Jesus Christ, right? Ooh. I think Gunther got the least of it. I think Drew McIntyre and Sheamus have the best the best of bruises on their chest from all that all that fucking chopping. Slap, slap. There was this one, I'm sure they all did it at some point during the show, but there was this one point where it zoomed in on Gunther and he was in the corner and he was doing his bit, but then you could tell he just he did this legitimate look down at his chest and was like, fucking hell. <laughs> oh my god. My chest. Then SmackDown Women Champion. Sorry, no. Raw's Women Champions. I do apologize. SmackDown was the night before. Uh, Bianca Belair, Devine Asuka. Uh, fine match. That's um, fine. I'm glad Bianca Belair uh, cut off part of her ponytail because she was stepping on that during the Royal Rumble. And that was getting in her way. So I'm glad she fixed it. Or maybe she's just tighter, hair tighter. But yeah, it was okay. Yeah, that is, that is, it's, it's, it's a great part of a gimmick because sometimes when she's like slapping people with her hair. But yeah, I can imagine that could be a pain in the ass at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> Shane McMahon made his triumphant return to oops. WWE. Big oops. Challenging the Miz. 
for an impromptu match and doing a leapfrog and died. I don't even think he did the leapfrog and died. I think he was just standing and just went like, oh my god, my leg. So, confirmation from WWE, uh, he tore a quadricep. Yeah, I believe that. But Triple H at the post-WrestleMania press conference did give a shout-out to Snoop Dogg for his quick thinking, which who would have thought that would ever ever be said? Um, Because when The Miz was kind of like walking around going, okay, what now, what now? And then Snoop Dogg just comes in and punches him. And But then that was, I guess, Snoop Dogg's quick thinking. He was like, hey, I, need, I, sh- I should probably do something. But then and normally <laughs> whenever you hear spots being called on TV, there is a little bit of like, ah, oh, come on. Guys. And that was a problem. You've been doing this. You've been doing this a lot. Like, come on, you can work this out. But this was one of those situations where ah, I don't mind it because obviously this is a little bit of a, a strange situation. But when Snoop Dogg's just like, he's punched Miz and now he's like, now what? And you can clearly hear the referee who's been passed information where she's just like, Snoop, people's elbow. Give him the people's elbow. <laughs> then, so, I did not hear that. But that oh, if you, if, you, if you ever were to go back, just watch that little bit. You can clearly, yeah, it's, it's hilarious, but whatever. Yeah, that happened. So Snoop Dogg, so in a, when Shane McMahon face the Miz, the winner was Snoop Dogg. And I remember watching Snoop Dogg going, Oh, so that's how you're gonna do my friend? And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> this is a nightmare on the subway. All of a sudden, like you just defended yourself and all of a sudden some guy just pops in and go like, oh no. Uh, anyway. Nothing yeah. but a G thing, baby. And then Edge versus Finn Balor in Hell in a Cell match. Now, this was one of the problems. Two, well, two problems. One two of them problems. was the one we was we was texting about while this was live, um, being that even though I get why they had the Hell in a Cell match, I guess, mm-hmm. but it's the same. I, me and you agree on that. Hell in a Cell match should not be a middle of the show. It's, it's the main event. It's, yes. That should be the main event. And I mm-hmm. think this could have been used later on to prop up a school event. Main event. <clears throat> Maybe. But the, my biggest problem was, so this was being built up of, you know, uh, we've been in this feud for so long, we both need to go to our darkest dips of characters. And so Edge re-brought back the Brood character, even though he came out in like this mirror mask, which is, I didn't understand the connection there, but whatever. So it was the Brood Edge. Yeah, that's good. Versus British. the demon Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Now these entrances would have looked so much cooler in a dark arena. No. But we were still getting that little bit of daylight coming through. And it was kind of like, it kind of ruined it a little bit for me. Are you talking about a, a black light match or just having what? the natural sunlight come? No, no, no. Just just if this was in a, a regular arena where they have control of the lights and so they can darken the arena and have like the red lights on them and make it look all scary and stuff. Whereas this was, it was a demon walking around with smoke bombs in his hand in broad daylight. It looked, looked a bit weird. 
And what was that? Like, what? Because they did the, the slow down camera, and so it was just like it looked like Finn Balor was at like a an EDM festival doing like the dances, waving them Finn around. Finn Balor has been at an EDM festival for the last six years, unfortunately. It was just very bizarre. And then, um, unfortunately, we found out through scientific experiment that if you throw a ladder at someone's face and they don't block it apparently that can do a little bit of damage to said face and maybe the worst part of wrestlemania as a whole whereas we stopped an entire match because someone in hell in a cell one of the most violent matches that exists within the wwe universe was stopped because maybe your eyebrow got cut by I mean you could see the blood on the mat, but because of all the face paint, you couldn't oh, even see bled. he was bleeding. He bled by a lot. Like that's did you did you hear what happened during the stoppage when they weren't showing Finn Bella? I'm gonna say no. Okay, so again, what we got here is from people that were live at the venue and they could see. So he crawled over to the to the side where the medics checked on him. And so while Edge was fucking around bringing the multicolored chairs out, which I don't even know why they were multicolored chairs. That so was so weird. Weird, weird time. But yeah, Finn Balor was getting a, a numbing agent injected into his head. And then live at ringside, they were stapling his head shut. Crazy. And then he just, they cleared off the blood and was like, you good? And he carried on and had the match. Like, what the fuck? Wow. Five years ago, they would have just put super glue on it. Well, no, five years ago, they would have zoomed in on that. Yeah, look at that blood. No, no, that's 12 years ago. Oh, yeah, maybe. That's when they would have done that. Because 10 years ago, when anyone bled, they immediately, the the retro footage was black and white. You can't show blood. On cable TV, USA, USA, whatever. We, we can't, we can't show blood on TV anymore. Um. Then at some point, apparently, Hell in a Cell all of a sudden has like steps and levels in it, which uh, gave for a good. Visual, I guess, when Finn Balor jumped off the wall of the cell and through the table, but it's like, what the fuck? Oh that? yeah, that was right. Yeah, there. Where did that come so, from? There's a camera posted on the cell called the Robo Cam. It, it, it's a camera. It's mounted in spot, and then someone backstage is literally controlling it via RC. Well, so you're saying that's what a shelf that sh- the camera's on that shelf and he I think the shelf it? is literally for Finn Balor to jump off of. Oh but I thought he was gonna come that up camera for was also there so so the robo mount could go, Oh, look at Finn Balor. Oh, we're we're trying to do that. And then everything just kept shaking and it was a stupid angle. <laughs> they didn't need to do it. But that's the robo cam. Cool. Um, but then Edge eventually won in a match where well, like, well, uh, you've been watching WWE longer than I have now. What is Edge 
just WrestleMania record because I had an eleven and no one idea. once upon a time. His one was to the Undertaker, but to my knowledge, Edge was undefeated for a while. Yeah, I have no idea what his record is at WrestleMania, but I it just fair enough. Even though it seems strange saying this, where it's like, well, I thought the heel should have won, the bad guys should have won because it's WrestleMania, you know, the good guy wins. But this feud with the Judgment Day, which is the faction that Finn Balor is the head of, it is a stupid name, but it's just, it's one of like every match, because this feud's been going on for a little while, every single time Edge faces Finn or Judgment. He just wins really easily. And then they have another... Like, why Why is this still going on? If it's going on, surely at least let the other guy get something. But no, it's just... So it's, it's, it's a very one-sided... I don't get it. So it was a fun match. Hampered slightly by the head injury, which broke it. But yeah, I, just, I, just didn't, I didn't understand it. But there you go. That's just me. Bad execution is what I'm hearing. Speaking of bad execution, we are at the main event of WrestleMania Night 2, where the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes challenges the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes, the white meat babyface, Look, look, whether you think he's a good baby face or a bad baby face is irrelevant. He was Not he is aligned as a baby you. face. When someone all. walks out, so when someone walks out and just goes, puts their arms out, and sixty odd thousand people go, Wow, sing along to it. That that's not a heel. He's a he was a good guy, trust me. Come someone who's watches the, the program. I mean, he's a baby face. Anyway, that's not important. Important thing is. Call it a misjudgment in this, society. Uh, this fucking finish. I was so annoyed at how this match ended. Solo so-and-so. Uh, Solo Sokoa. Sokoa. Who is the Uso's younger brother, I believe. In real life. Um... But so a lot of people online, I'm sure if you are listening to this, you're familiar with Twitter and their reaction to this match. A lot of people were expecting Cody Rhodes to win this match, end the bloodlines dominance and walk off into the sunset. Happy days. That didn't happen. So people were pissed off. Me, not so much in that sense. But, but, I mean, okay, before I go in my grub, what did you think, as someone who kind of only watches the PLEs, what did you think of this match? I haven't seen WrestleMania since 2019. The first WWE event I've seen was Royal Rumble just a couple of months ago. And I thought this was a great match. Had a big fight feel to it. Um, that it I remember five years ago when people were booing Roman Reigns just for being Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. for having The Rock come out and go like, he's all right. Come on, guys. He's all right. 
people like, hated remember, Roman Reigns so much that even when mm. The Rock came out, people were like, "Oh, we hate you too now, Rock. Fuck you." <laughs> I remember like exclaiming to the people of the bar, like, "He is trying, people. He is trying. <laughs> He's trying, He's trying, his trying best. to be a champion, okay?" And they did not want to hear it. Five years later, three years into a pandemic, he has caught a whole new wave. He has accepted his destiny. He is a bad guy. And you know what? I'm okay with that. But people finally respect Roman Reigns. And I was there to respect him. Like, I felt going into this, he was not going to lose. And, you know, Cody Rhodes gave him a great contest. There's going to be no doubt about that. And if anything is said less on the Raw after, well, that is a crime. However, um, it was still four against one. And even with the new Raw Tag Team Champions uh, jumping in, Cody Rhodes was outmatched. Despite still being a heel, despite what you think is a face, Cody Rhodes was never going to win this match. And I saw it myself. It was a fantastic time. Good times. Entertaining a match as well. My biggest gripe was okay, so in, Bring it down. in the, the 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 bloodline storyline that's sure. featured Roman Reigns at top for almost three years now with I've those seen belts, the highlights has been incredible. The storyline has been incredible. Okay. So in terms of even though my personal opinion i thought now would be a good time to take the belts off him and put him on a uh upon cody if that didn't happen so be it because it's again it's been such a good storyline it's like ah it didn't go the way i thought it was gonna go but i trust you let's see where it goes now like you've you've done well so far so let's go with it my issue is it's a main event of WrestleMania. This is arguably, with the build-up, this is the biggest match in a long time. Sure. And it's just this... It's gone back, It's gone from... Where for a long time, it's very much um, been short-term thinking. Everything's quick, quick, quick. Where this, has been, this story had literally been building for almost three years. And so mm-hmm. it's so different. It's like, oh my God, I'm invested in this storyline. I'm actually looking forward to like just talking segments of like as if they're in it it's like oh, i want to see where this storyline goes from here sort of thing but then it's like this is like taking it back to the cookie cutter tropes of back in the day of like well we hit the bad guy's gonna win but we better protect the good guy so what are we gonna do oh let's do a ref bump let's do running after running after running and it's like and then even though the, one of the guys gets kicked out, he's going to sneak back in the other side of the arena. And it's, it's like, it was just such a mess, the ending. I just, it's like, oh. like if, if Roman's going to win, let Roman win. But it, it's, no, a, I disagree. Uh, it seems such a I, mess. For WrestleMania, for WrestleMania main event. It's still WrestleMania. better than where the run-ins come in. Like, you want, want to show that not only is Roman have his opposition but cody rhodes has his opposition like he's got allies in in reserve okay and that's where this is all going to come into like 
there was a chance that Roman Reigns was going to lose. It didn't happen, obviously, but they, they wanted to still give you hope. Hope is the worst thing you can have that you can't get. And Roman Reigns was only going to win this match, and they wanted to disappoint the fans rooting for Cody Rhodes. Like, people are still mad. That's three days later. People are still mad that Cody Rhodes didn't win that match. People are like, I'm never going to watch Raw again. I'm like, Oh, you've been saying oh, that uh, yeah, I every saw year. people um you say that posting screenshots, the canceling their subscriptions. It's like, oh my okay, well, let's let's relax, guys. That's it's mm-hmm. here's what the, the tip of the iceberg was for me, where I was like, not fuck this show, you know, it wasn't that bad, but it's like it's just like oh because Michael Cole, who has been the voice of WWE for twenty plus years now, I think. 22, they said. Yeah. So he's been longer than anyone. Anyway, so he and, anyway. and he has been fantastic the last few years where he is, he's found his position, his need, like his character, I guess, where he is the voice of the fans. He is the good guy. He doesn't take any shit. You know, whenever a bad guy sneezes, he's calling it out, right? He's, I'm the good guy, right? So when Roman Reigns literally clear as day cheats to win, he's a bad guy. But he did, that's what they do. But he cle- cheated to win that match. And then as he's walking up the aisle, Michael Cole, who is supposed to be the lead commentator, goes, wow. I guess now we have to acknowledge him. What? What? Yeah, it's a no. bad line read. It's a bad line read. That's all yeah, I can the... say. No, you're supposed to be pissed off. You're supposed to be. Oh, what? This is a Travis problem. You're supposed to be like, man, like Jim. Remember Jim Ross back in his prime? He would be losing his mind if that happened. But oh well, eh, I guess he's that. He's really good. No, what? I mean, like. He is good, but I mean, in in the context of the show, no, you're supposed to be like, ah, he should have lost. He had to cheat to win. Cody should have won. Blah, 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 blah. Like build up Cody. Don't just be like, well, well, I guess if he didn't get caught, it's good enough for me. Like, what? Fucking hell. Yeah, I, just, I didn't like it. But if anyone did, I'm not. You know, I'm not mad at you. I ain't mad at you, but yeah, for me, it, it, just, it just didn't. It just didn't sit well for me. The whole night, not not a whole night too. I thought the Intercontinental Championship match was great, the best match of the weekend for me. But rest of it, it was kind of like, eh, it's good. But yeah. whereas you were the opposite, I think you 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 loved pretty much one match from night one, and then you loved the rest of this. Yep, that's what happened. Well, He's better than next. Well, let us know on this special bonus edition of Wafflebox. Enjoy Wafflebox at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at WafflebuxBod. What did you prefer? Night one or two? Which team are you on? Team Mike or Team Kush? Ah, Any uh, fun thing before we... Before we uh, maybe we can talk about another one. PLE coming up in a month's time. Um, before we sign off on this one. 
Uh, next month, the WWE are heading to Puerto Rico for Backlash, the next PLE. I'm excited about Puerto Rico. Um, I think it's been a couple of decades since they've done a pay-per-view from there. But It uh, was... It's been a while. I remember it was it was New Year's resolution revolution or something. It was Elimination Chamber. I remember that, and it was a terrible Elimination Chamber. If I remember, this is New Year's Revolution. If we're talking about the same event, yeah, it was not a good time. But yeah, Puerto Rico should be a good time. We'll be covering that. Oh no 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 no. no. Okay, this one wasn't as bad as I thought it was. There was, maybe it was the year after that where it was. There was like no one fucking in it. Who was it? Was it? Uh, New Year's resolution? Was it? Oh, it was the ye- yeah. So it was the year up. So okay. So the 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 New Year's revolution in Puerto Rico starred Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista, Chris Jericho, Edge, and Chris Benoit in an elimination chamber match. Right. Yeah. That that's how long ago that was. One year later. One year later, the Elimination Chamber starred John Cena, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, Kane, Arlito, and Chris Masters. Mm. What the fuck? Wow. But yes, anyway. And so the... um, the main event, I don't actually, I don't know if they actually made it official yet. No, at least but, not really uh, promos at WrestleMania 39. But the looks like they're heading towards a main event, but this PLE with Dominic Mysterio teaming up with Damian Priest. That's the name I haven't heard in a while. To face the tag team of Rey Mysterio and Bad Bunny. <laughs> I like the Bad Bunny. I think he's going to be... Uh... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. Because that Damien Priest put him through a table and Raw. I think Bad Bunny's got a, a huge action career against uh, going up against him. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess touring. His music. His touring is is pretty hefty, but you know, he could do more wrestling because it's what what's yeah. If he gets hurt, whatever, he's he can still sit in a recording studio and do his thing. He was fantastic, fantastic. So yeah, that's maybe maybe uh, maybe we will we'll reconvene in a month. No, okay, forget that then. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> But yeah, let us know what you thought about WrestleMania night one, night two. My God, that was a lot there. I enjoyed night one. He enjoyed night two. I'm right. He's wrong. But in the meantime, if you have checked out this special episode of Waffle Box covering WrestleMania 39, just because maybe you saw it because I tagged it WrestleMania 39, um, please feel free to check out the regular scheduled podcasts of Waffle Box. Um, on YouTube or your favorite podcast platforms. You can find all the links at enjoywafflebox.com. But until next time, you be sure to take care of yourselves.
and each other. That's all, folks.